So, got a little swearer in the house, do you? Or a big swearer? In my family, they refer to me as the big swearer, but that story will come a little bit later on, maybe in this episode. We're calling this, by the way, the swearing episode. Ba-ba-bum. Welcome to the Cool Dead Rules. My name is Bill Adams. Thanks so much for being here. A ton, I'm telling you, a ton of questions, comments about this very same topic. Profanity in the household, or out of it, just in the family in general. What's the deal? What to do? What not to do? You know, again, this isn't about parenting experts. It's about you and me and what happens. And you know how this works with me. It's mostly about my fails. And boy, do I have one for you. Stay away from what I did at first. But we found a solution. I'll share that as well. By the way, that email bag is thecooldadrules at gmail.com. Thecooldadrules at gmail.com. Love to get your contributions. Love that. And thanks for sharing the podcast along, by the way. Wherever you get your podcasts, appreciate it so much. Really appreciate it. So let's start off with this. Can we acknowledge this as parents, you and me? You know, we're just talking privately. No experts involved here. Just you and me experiencing real-life parenting. Isn't it more prevalent now than ever in media, especially, and just in general, of how much profanity is out there? Trust me on this one. I'm no, pr- I'm no prude. You'll uh, hear me say a little bit later on in this episode. I swear like a sailor. I mean, it's, it's like bad in my regular life. My kids pointed that out to me. That's what I've been trying to work on. I think in my case, it's because I work in media and I can't do that during my job. I, maybe I like there's something in me. I have to get it out in real life somewhere. But there's no doubt that it's all around us all the time. I mean, cable TV, you see and hear a lot more profanity than you ever did when I was a kid, that's for sure. Social media, obviously, and I think just in general conversation, I think it's more prevalent right now. Does that mean it's cool? Does that mean it's accessible? Does that mean it's, like, totally fine? No, of course not, because of a life skill. Now, like I said, I'm no prude. I think I've dropped, like, maybe one A word or a bomb on the on this podcast, which is such a stupid phrase for that anyway, but I can't but I think you know what I'm talking about. But I think in the course of conversation it was necessary during that. But otherwise, no. I mean, it's clean because I'm just trained to do that and I understand that. Other people don't, especially kids. And like I said, I'm no prude. I'm totally fine with it. But as a life skill, yeah, it's something we gotta tackle. I have a friend who feels completely different than I do, and probably the way you feel on this topic, too, where he says, oh, it's no big deal. I let kids swear in the house. They're going to hear it from their friends, and they hear it on TikTok anyway, and it's no big deal. Yeah, it's a big deal. (laughs) What are you talking about? You want proof of that? Okay, later in life, first job interview. Want to start dropping some F-bombs? Let's see if you get the job. That's really going to help out the kid. Or, and I hear from my teacher friends all the time, they hear more swearing, more profanity in school classrooms than they ever did before. Veteran teachers are telling me that. That's a big deal. It's you got to draw the line. You got to try to nip it in the bud as soon as you can. It's a universal truth. There's what's acceptable and how you're going to be judged, how our kids are going to be judged. This is the life skill we're trying to get through to them and impart upon them. And maybe what's acceptable in social life. But there's a difference there. It's a universal truth. We didn't write the rules. But you will be judged by how you speak and how you present yourself. That's not going to change. I mean, in a professional setting, that's always going to be a, a, a deal. Profanity is not going to be the thing. It's just, it's not in a, in, a, in a professional setting. And, you know, anything where you're trying to, like, impress anybody anyway. So, the nip it in the bud idea. This I learned the hard way. Let me tell you a story. Uh, I'll go back to my teenage daughter now to when she was three years old. An angelic, beautiful, innocent, sweet little three years old. And she certainly was. We're literally driving. It's me driving, 
She's in the back seat, happy, content, in her, in her little car seat, safe and sound, as a bug in a rug. We're just driving. Nothing was going on. We simply come up to a stop sign. Just slowing down and coming to a stop at a stop sign. And in the back, out of the mouth of my, my baby girl, my firstborn, my little angel, comes this out of nowhere as we're stopped. God, you know what she said. And I, I just, I, I, I'm stopped in the car. I look in the rearview mirror. I turn around. I look at her. She's looking at me. And I did the worst possible thing you can do. I bust out laughing like this is the funniest thing I had ever heard in my life. I just did. It was just a natural reaction because I was. I thought it was hilarious. You know where this is going. She then, because they always look to our reaction, she thought it was hilarious too and started busting out and said it again. And that was at the point. That's when I said, uh-oh. How am I going to explain this one to mom when we get home? How is this going to work? Uh, didn't work too well. Because then all of a sudden, because I gave her a positive reaction, that was locked into my little toddler girl, where she thought that saying any kind of phrase, word like that, was all of a sudden funny. That didn't work, and that took a long time to try to undo. Don't do that. And the in the earlier stages, we'll talk about older kids here in a second, but the earlier stages, don't overreact to it. They'll hear something on TV. They'll hear it from a friend, an older brother, sister, whatever it was. Explain to them, that's not what we do. That's not what we say. Not good. Don't bust out laughing and laughter like I did. Don't do that. It's going to take like months and maybe years to undo that kind of damage. Learn from me. I'm an idiot. That's the whole, <laughs> that's the whole reason why I tell you that story. Later on as you go on, and you may be of this opinion, you know, that, well, I'll just, and I know I'm going to get the comments, well, I'll just wash their mouths out with soap. Uh, okay, well, <clears throat> that's not my thing. And secondly, it's not 1947 anymore. I think my parents tried that with me in the 70s when I was a kid, when I swore for the first time, and look what happened to me. <laughs> you don't want that. Like I said, I swear all the time now, but trying to get better in real life. So that may be your thing. I don't know. There's a more serious issue here that I think would defer to a real parenting expert. I think I would say if it's like a threatening kind of language or in the teenagers where it's really like really abusive towards you, that's a different issue. It's whatever abuse in your personal relationship you think is appropriate. I think I would follow that up in that direction. But along the way, if you want to try to stop this, I think it comes down to one, maybe two different concepts. And it's this. What works? There is something that works. You're not going to want to hear this. This isn't like the, the, the easiest thing to hear, and it certainly wasn't for me. It's accountability and responsibility. Not from them. From you and me. Because they're getting it from somewhere. Social media, yeah. TV, yeah. Their friends, older brothers, siblings, yeah. But mainly from us, we have to be the example, okay? So we started... Doing this, the oldest concept in the book, I know that you've heard about the swear jar, right? I always laughed at this. I said, that's not going to work. And they said, what kids don't even have that value of money? They, they know they're going to get an allowance probably or some sort of reward down the road. That's not going to work. Here's how it works. <clears throat> A swear jar for the entire family, including us parents, mom and dad too, where you're responsible. So we started making our kids hold us responsible for the language that we bring into the house because it is important. <laughs> you know what they did to me? They counted in an eight-hour period, just a typical Saturday, nothing much going on, so we were all around the house in the same part, mostly. They counted how many times I swore, and they didn't know they were doing it. 62 times in an eight-hour period. Me! Now, they may have been tricking that up and, and inflating the number a little bit, but 
that much. Seriously. I wasn't even aware that I did it that much, but apparently I did. So I realized right away the accountability has to come from me and mom and them. And the swear jar actually does work. If you want to take away from allowance every time they do, every time you do, you got to put into allowance or some sort of cost a benefit or takeaway like that, whatever works. It actually is effective, but the main point behind that is being accountable for the entire thing because they hear everything. And then after that, once we finally started going on with the swear jar concept and holding each other accountable, it was unbelievable. I'd be like out in the yard somewhere and I didn't think anybody was even around me. And I'd mutter under my breath something because I, you know, I wasn't around the family. I'd hear some, one of my kids from far in the house, language. Like, how do you, do you have super hearing? What is that? How do you even do that? You know, you'll be sitting on the couch right next to them. You're trying to get them to do homework or clean their room. They don't even hear you. It's like you don't exist. But I'm 500 yards away. Language. They hear everything that way because they're like little sponges. We know that much, right? We know that they pick up everything. So try it. I think that's what it is. It's accountability, nipping it in the bud. I do want to repeat that, though. If it's like some sort of a serious thing where it's a real issue, it's gotten way out of control, I would call in somebody, uh, you know, a parenting expert for that kind of thing, maybe if there's a group therapy situation. But along the way, to try to avoid all, all of that, I think the accountability thing works. I really do. It's been pretty effective. Just don't. Don't overreact to it and give it a positive impression when they're really small like I did. Please. Don't do that. There's one other solution. If you don't want to do the accountability method that I can share upon you, I don't believe in it, but it's your choice. Somebody sent this in again to the email bag at thecooldatrules at gmail.com. Try it. Replace like the bad words with some sort of goofy replacement word. Like the, the really bad one, the F one becomes fudge. Uh, H-E double sticks. You, you could try that one. I know, this is really goofy. Or uh, my kids love this because you remember I said they were holding me accountable and counting my swears? So I embarrass them out loud. I'll get upset and I'll say, it!" They love that. <laughs> Teenagers love to be embarrassed, right? <laughs> but I'm telling you, all right, I don't agree with that either. Just try the accountability thing. It works. It'll be effective for you. I promise you that. But nip it in the bud early. That's the entire key to the entire thing. All right, I can't say this enough i appreciate your time as always on the cool dad rules uh the cool dad rules at gmail.com is how you reach out to me we'll cover all of this stuff hopefully in a fun way maybe even another swearing episode down the road thanks for sharing the podcast along and uh downloading it and sharing along with your friends too and your facebook comments as well i always appreciate that too as always we'll figure this parenting thing out together just don't swear that's not recommended all right my name is bill adams thanks for your time we'll talk to you soon